Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. This is Joy Newsroom with me, Carlos Caloni. In our headline, Democracy Hub has vowed to continue with the third day of its three-day demonstration today as they defied the race yesterday to protest against corruption, mismanagement of the economy, and unemployment. We have more on this coming. Now, scores of residents in Tama Community 25 say they had to spend the night with neighbors and in hotels due to the havoc caused by floodwaters to their personal belongings following Friday afternoon's rain that hit many parts of the Great Okra region. We have details. MP for Boku Central, Mahama Yariga, has called on government to prioritize resolving the underlying issues contributing to the insecurity situation in Boku. We have these and many more stories coming up. Please stay with us. Now, my colleague Maxwell Agbagba is back at the 37 Trotro station where the protesters are converging and he joins us now. Maxwell, what can you report? Tell us, uh, things have escalated from the point of the protesters here on the streets of the 30, right in front of the 37 military hospital. So the protest started uh, with these protesters. Um, singing and chanting um, the national anthem, walking down towards the Jubilee House. But, country. but they were moved away, they were pushed. They were pushed. They were pushed um, by the police officers um, who were here. They moved all the way to the roundabout, which is just a distance away from this place. Stood there for some minutes, about 30 minutes, where they were addressed by the by the community mobilizer for the fix the country, Oliver Barker, former war. They stood there for some time, and things got out of hand. And now they are chanting, singing the national anthem, saying that they're going to move to the Jubilee House, 
right about now. They've occupied far the streets from... in front of the 37 military hospital, both streets, so for the streets heading towards the central business district and other part of the capital. Again, if you're moving towards Legon, Medina and its environs, you cannot move because the protesters have taken over all, have taken over the main stretch here. You can see them holding their placards. Now let's get closer, let me show you what is keeping them at bay. Now. What you can see are the police officers in their route control gear. Uh, we saw them yesterday. Yesterday was a bit was a bit calm, but the numbers have increased today, and that explains the agitation that we're seeing. In the last 10 minutes, the police crowd control vehicle had reason to move all the way to this point. Let me speak to some of the protesters. Let's hear from them. Why? Hi, what's your name? Princess Fatia Nkrumah. Princess? Fatia Nkrumah. Oh, okay, that rings a bell. Related to Nkrumah in any way? Yes, he's my grandfather. Nkrumah is your grandfather? Okay. Tell me, why are you taking part in this protest? Well, I'm taking part in the protest because the cost of living crisis in this country has reached a point where the minimum wage is less than a loaf of bread. And if that's not enough reason to be out here in the streets, then I don't know what is. I've personally lost women who are incredibly close to me and instrumental in my birth and in my raising because of the poor resources that the healthcare system has. If things don't change, it's going to make living in this country impossible. In fact, living in this country for many people is impossible. So that's why I'm out here protesting. Well, there are many who are raising concerns. Uh, some of the protesters I've been speaking to here say they feel there's a crackdown on protests, there's a crackdown on free speech. Your grandfather, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, stood for freedom and liberation. What do you make of what has happened? Do you agree with those assertions or you disagree? I think that there is a bit of an, a disparity between the protesters and the amount of force that is being used to deter us. Because none of us here is armed. The only thing I brought to this protest was water and myself. And if you have entire SWAT teams and water cannons and police force that is being reinforced by the hour that is armed against a group of peaceful demonstrators, then something is wrong. Okay. Thanks so much for speaking to us. So we just have the um, granddaughter of Dr. Kwame um, Nkrumah. He's just taking part in this protest together with... So, it's a mix of people with different backgrounds, lawyers, teachers, doctors, nurses, are all here taking part in this protest. And their placards communicating one thing, they want a better Ghana. Let me try and read some of them. This one here says reject fraud, embrace reform. Another one here says people, people power. New constitution for a new generation. Well, so you can see there, our musician Kwakesi. Let's let's speak to him and find out from him why he's taking part in this. Welcome, welcome to join me. Musician 
Kwao Kessie. Let's find out from him. Kwao, why are you taking part in this protest? I'm a Ghanaian. And I'm, things are not going right. You see, so I have to I have to let the government know. I have to let the president know. I have to let the world know. All these people here are expressing their anger that things are not going well. So I'm here to, you know, support and be part of Ghana. And this is what we are doing. Everybody is suffering. It's, it's affecting everybody in this country. So we are, the government has to do something. Now, many people are raising concerns on social media, Twitter. They are saying that people like your colleagues who have a louder voice, they feel some of them are not adding their voice to project what these protesters, the concerns that they are raising. What do you make of that? Uh, many of my colleagues have been bought. Many of these artists who are not voicing out are politically motivated. They've been bought, so they can't say anything. It happens. You know, we know most of them have been endorsed. They have endorsed the government in a way that what, whether, when things are going wrong, they can't voice out. We have not endorsed anybody. We endorse Ghana. We want a better Ghana. So that's why we are here. We don't care who is voicing out and who is not. At the end of the day, Ghana and the world will see that things are not going right. That's why we are out here. For a lot of the people I'm seeing here, young people, and the basis of comparison um, for them, it's the former president, John Mahama government, and now the president, the led government. If you have to compare the two, what would you say is the state of affairs? I don't want to compare anything. They are all the same. What we deserve of them is that this is Ghana, and this is 2023. We see what is going on around the world. There's internet. People see it day in and day out. We feel that Ghana can do better. Any government, be it NPP, NDC, CPP, PPP, whoever, Ghana first. Ghana should be the first agenda on any political parties. And if, if Ghanaians are not happy, you can't sit on government and be happy. And that's what we are doing. We are not happy. Thank you for talking to us. So you just heard hip-hop musician um, Kwakasi, who is also taking part um, in this protest. Um, like I mentioned, it's a variety, it's a mix of different people who have gathered here um, to protest against what they describe as high-level corruption. They talk about mismanagement of the um, economy. They also talk about unemployment that they say has caused a lot of young people to flee this country. They talk about brain drain. Um, and more. It's litany of issues um, they are raising. Yesterday, when we were here, we had different stories. There was a lady um, I spoke to who said her motivation to take part in this protest was because her mother and father died in the year 2020 at a Kolebu teaching hospital because there was no oxygen for them. She said she was protesting um, for better health care um, for Ghana, and she said that motivated her to take part in this protest. Another gentleman who I spoke to said he's a national service person and he still does not have a job. He says his state, he completed his national service last three years, but his status as a national service person has been kept, and all attempts to find a job um, has, has not been successful. Um, like I told you, it's a mix of different people um, here. Let's speak to Justice Beidou, who is a journalist, my former colleague, Justice Beidou, he's taking part in this um, um, in this demonstration. He's a freelance journalist um, now. Justice, from a journalist, now taking part in this protest. Tell me, what motivated you to do this? I feel there's a there's a time where we need to draw a line. There's a point in the life of uh, every institution, every country, that there, a line has to be drawn uh, between bad and wrong. And I feel that uh, for Ghana, this is that moment. I think that there are so many things that should be done right that are currently being done the way that they should. And it is only by all of us, all of us uh, coming out and speaking up that the people who are supposed to act would listen to us and, and act. More often, it's always been the case that uh, people feel that when some of these mass actions happen, it should be the everyday party people, uh, NDC, NPP, uh, hardline, card-bearing people that are biased to come in and then protest. Uh, and then it's like NPP versus NDC and then it dies off. But then it has to be the point where 
people, even if you have a party, uh, you bear a party card, yeah. you, you come out and then voice out the everyday issues that are fighting us. I, having left journalism and now doing freelance, run a small business. And I've been looking, this month, I haven't been able to pay some of the people that I work with. And it's only because there are so many people that I've done work for who are not even able to mobilize the money to be able to pay me. And the people say, well, we want to pay you. But everybody that owes us also is giving us stories about how tough things are, how, you know, the inflation has basically uh, crippled their businesses. And then it is almost impossible for them to raise any money at all. I do not think that uh, we can allow this to go on. I have kids. I do not want the children that I, I do not want my children to think that their life would be better elsewhere aside Ghana. Even if they are going to travel anywhere else, they should still be able to feel that this is a productive place where you can work hard, legitimately, and earn a living. And for me, it's the reason why I'm out today. Now, covering this protest um, for three days, I've had a lot of these protesters deflecting their anger to me, the journalists, yeah. and they say uh, they feel like the media has taken a neutral position and it's difficult for them to um, criticize or, 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 or talk about what is going on. As somebody who is also still a journalist but now a freelancer, what, what, what do you make in a highly polarized country uh, where journalists you know, um, uh, can be labeled uh, with political bias if you take a position in this? What do you think should be the way forward for journalism? No, I mean, I mean uh, in, in many ways, I can't disagree with all the people who hold that opinion about journalists and our journalism and how it has, it has become. You know, we, it, it's a really, really struggling industry now. You know, many people, many, many very talented and resourced people are leaving the, 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 the job by day. And it is only because of some of the frustrations that they exi exist in the sector. And I feel that um, I agree that, you know, as, as journalists, we need to keep the ethics of the job by maintaining our independence and everything. But there comes a time where you, you can't really decide to stand in the middle. A case in point is what has happened over the last three days. We have clear evidence that the police have, have peddled inaccuracies in some of the, the, the press briefings that they've done, in, in some of the press releases that they've released. You know, there's clear video evidence. You, uh, Joy News, have produced evidence that there were people who have been brutalized, who have sustained injuries. I was at the Dasma police station three days ago trying to get a friend out. And I saw myself people who showed me injuries that they had sustained and they say that they, it came as a result of police who had manhandled them. Now, if as journalists, if we have that evidence, I, I struggle to understand why we will still decide to uh, become a conveyor belt for the police that is basically saying that they haven't manhandled anybody. You know, I, you know we still need to report the issue as they are, but we, we really need to, to, to find... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. So you are saying that in a in a situation where it is clear, um, I'm not saying that things are not right now. I'm not saying that, but you're saying that in situations where things are clear, it is important for journalists to take a stand. Of course, of course, especially in a country like Ghana, where many of our institutions really struggle to to be on the side of the people. I think that journalism and journalists hold that that very very important uh, role or responsibility to be the voice of the people and so if the police is saying something that is obviously inaccurate 
per the evidence that we journalists have, I do not think that we should we should offer ourselves as conveyor belts for okay. for for journalists and politicians for okay. for media houses and newspapers giving banner headlines okay. like 49 illegal protesters arrested." Like okay. I feel it is the lowest we can ever okay. go. Thank you very much. You just had Justice Beidou. Uh, my former colleague, now a freelance journalist, taking part in this protest. Like I said, it's a mix of people with different backgrounds taking part in this. Lawyers, teachers, nurses, students, all of them are here today and they have different reasons why they are taking part in this protest. Now, um, my camera technician, Kessie, now that's the water cannon behind us. You can see that the two of, two of them, we have to be very careful because we don't know uh, the point when they're going to discharge these water cannons. Um, we don't know when the police is going to discharge these water cannons. We have to be very careful. Um, let's, like I said, it's a mix of people with different backgrounds. Um, joining me right now is security analyst Adip Sani, and he's also taking part in this protest. Um, Adip, you are taking part in this protest. Um, you've seen what is happening yesterday. Um, I observed something. The police officers who were here, all of them had body cams, you know, yeah. um, on them. Um, you see that all of them in route control gear. Absolutely. Yeah, no arms whatsoever. Um, but of course, the water cannons are also waiting. In case things escalate, it will be discharged. I'm sure you see international policing standards here. Is that what you see? Um, to some extent. However... International policing standards should be based on mutual trust and respect. Okay. So far as I am concerned, and I was here from the start, when the protesters marched to, from the crossroad, the main 37 traffic crossroad, towards the Jubilee House, when they got here, they were barricaded. So, and I was there when they agreed, the protesters agreed with the police on a different route. In fact, it's the police that proposed a different route. So the protesters complied on, on their way back towards the 37 main traffic. Um, another barricade was being mounted, you know, and that is what incensed the protesters because they felt that the police was disingenuous on this occasion. And, um, yeah, so, so I, think, I think that is, that is what created a bit of um, an agitation. I mean, it's, 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 it's an unfortunate situation, but so far as um, I'm concerned with the current happenings, yeah. I think it's peaceful, and um, I'm hoping that we wouldn't have any violent situation characterizing yeah. the protests. But we see these water cannons, um, police officers running around them. Surely, if things escalate, the two of them will be discharged. Uh, what do you make? Um, as a security analyst, what would you advise? Remember that we are about 200 meters away from the seat of government. Uh, the Jubilee House is just 200 meters away. And the police have a task to do everything possible to keep these angry protesters at bay. What would you advise if things escalate? Why does it have to be so? That building belongs to you and I. It belongs to all of us. We put it up. Okay? If the necessary security protocols are done, I don't think it should pose any security issue to have protesters go to you know, present their petition. I think we are overly exaggerating the threat this harmless, peaceful people would pose to the city of government. Okay? And I think it's a bit too high-handed. However, any act of violence here would be very unfortunate. Um, it would be disproportional because so far it has been very peaceful, even though I see the water cannons, of course they need to be prepared for any eventuality. But it doesn't have to be so obvious. Would you advise them to decide that if things escalate here? If, if people become violent and it has the potential of causing destruction and injury to innocent people, why not? Because they have a mandate to protect, okay? So I wouldn't Even have any... Speaking to you, I'm keeping an eye on that. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but, I mean, you don't have to because um, it, it's, it's quite peaceful. Yeah. I don't see any violence. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying that because water cannons, I don't think 
a water cannon, water cannons, no journalists. Yeah. They wouldn't discriminate. They don't know lawyers. They don't know security Absolutely. analysts. Absolutely. And when you look at the direction, it looks like they are pointing at us. Exactly. You know? But I'm hoping that yeah. uh, we would have a peaceful demonstration. Um, it will be violent free because the people reserve their right to demonstrate peacefully. It is unfortunate what happened on the first day uh, because when people are hungry and they don't have the opportunity to vent out their frustration, it becomes a dangerous feature. And we don't want any dictatorial tendency because they have the uh, destabilizing effects. That is why you have to let the people protest peacefully and okay. vent out their frustration. And mind you, for a lot of Ghanaians, when day breaks, what matters to them most is how to afford one meal. According to the World Bank, last year, close to a million Ghanaians became poor. According to the Ghana Statistical Service, a bulk of the youth between 15 and 34 are without jobs, they are without education, they are without skills. So all of these human insecurities is a serious security threat to the state. And I'm particularly disappointed that despite what is going on, international media has covered it, it's been on your network from day one. The president has not seen the need to even talk about it. That obviously is an indication of his... What do you want the president to say? He is the father of the nation. Even something that affects a, a two-year-old child, that becomes a national issue, I would expect the president to... Don't you think all these issues have been addressed already? Um, there's a talk about um, high-level corruption. The president said he's been labeled a clarity agent, but that is not the case because all the times that issues of corruption have come before him, independent state agencies have investigated these issues and have collect officials involved. He talked about pending cases against government officials who are alleged to have engaged in corrupt acts. It's, 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 it's just sheer politics, okay? The office of the special prosecutor has not been able to successfully um, prosecute a fly. Not a fly has been prosecuted, okay? So they keep talking about these things, but we see them not doing much to really fight corruption in the country. And that, I must say, is a problem. See the case of Cecilia Dapa. See the case of the PPA boss. So the system is designed such that the corrupt is protected. Okay? And you, as a journalist, as the fourth estate, when you talk about it, you are, you are, you are vilified. And in some cases, you'll be sitting in the studio, then they come grab you. Okay, so the system reads, the, the system actually needs um, a, a, a factory reset. All right, if really we are committed to fighting terror, uh, uh, um, corruption. And I must say, um, a bulk of the population are poor. Ghana has a youthful population, but I'm yet to see a single government intervention that will be aimed at mitigating the issues surrounding youth unemployment in the country. And that is the security issues we keep talking about. It's not about guns. It's about the human insecurities. People having access to basic necessities of life. You know, there are a lot of communities, they don't have uh, portable drinking water in the country. There are communities in Ghana with no electricity and all that. We know not all the issues can be resolved, but we need commitment going forward. And that is exactly what we are here to witness. Thanks so much for speaking to us, um, Adip Sani. Adip Sani is a security um, analyst. Thanks so much for talking to us. Um, so yeah, you've heard from a journalist, you've heard from a security analyst, you've heard from a lawyer, you've heard from the granddaughter of Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. Let's speak to more people. Let's find out from them why they're taking part um, in this protest. I have musician Manifest. Manifest um, is here. Um, you heard from musician Kwaukesi. Um, he doesn't want to talk. But let's speak to...
protest. And we are here, we are here to tell Danari Danko and Kufuado and his nepotistic MDP government that enough of excessive borrowing, enough of the mismanagement of this They have mismanaged this economy so much. Right now, everything. Right now, Ghana is at a state where nothing is moving. The youth are on the street today. Power is with the youth. I am telling you that almost all the youth over here, we are going to stress. We are going to financial difficulties. The economy is not, nothing is moving. We, nothing is moving. Okay, so, uh, like I mentioned, Different things, different issues have brought people here onto the streets to protest. Um, hello, what's your name again? Patience. Patience, we spoke earlier and you told me that you're taking part in this protest because your mother and father died in a year 2020. Yes. yes. Can you tell us about that? So, in 2020, so in 2020, right? Yeah. So, my mom was in the hospital. She was in the hospital for a heart condition. She couldn't breathe, so she was on oxygen tank. The oxygen tank ran out in the hospital. So that's why she died. Wow. So your mom, your mom died in 2020? Yes. Which hospital? Which facility? In 2020. In 2020, yeah. Yes. Which facility? Um, at um, um, Ghana, Canada. Okay. Yeah. And then what about your father? My, my dad died in 2020. Also as a result of the same situation? Yeah, he did have a better quality. He didn't have a bed at college. Yes, he was in the University of Ghana, Lagos, the, the, the University of Ghana Medical Center. The hospital, right? Yeah. And for two months, for two months, they were waiting for a bed at college for him. Because they didn't have a dialysis, a dialysis machine at the Lagos Hospital. So they were taking him to college. And they didn't have a bed, so he died. Yes. That's why you're taking part in the pro yes. in this project. Yes. To demand better health care. Yes. Demand better health care. for talking to us patients and thank sorry you. for your loss. Yeah? Right. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Well, yes, I'm from patients. I stand here on behalf of the online drivers in Ghana. Online drivers online, in Ghana? Yes, I stand, okay. I stand behalf of online drivers in Ghana. Okay, so yes. you, what, a ride hailing? Yes, a ride hailing. So, good, exactly. So, we are talking about boats, we are talking about Uber, we are talking about Yangu and other ones. If you look at the treatment that they are going through right now, it's very difficult. You see a driver who owns his own car, the commission the appealing companies are taking for the driver is more than what the driver is gaining, which is very, very wrong. And we but have don't you think the government's really not much coming the system, Because it's the right hailing stuff. If the systems are in right, I'm not sure anybody will come out from wherever they come and they come and cheat the people in the country here. We say we so are, Have you raised those concerns? Yes, those we are, and, that, and very soon, and very soon, we are coming to have a demonstration. The online drivers, we are also coming to have a demonstration to talk about the ill treatment. You know how killings are going on rampantly with the drivers that are going. And these appealing companies are taking no responsibilities for it. Very soon, the road. Very soon, we also in the road because a lot of things that are going on are to stop. It has to stop. Okay. Because system has to be put right. That is right. Okay. Um, thank you for talking to us. Um, like I, I keep saying, it's a mix of people with different backgrounds who are here today. Um, let me speak to Rapa Cyril. Um, let's talk to him. He's taking part in this protest. Um, you can see manifest. The manifest doesn't want to talk. So, yeah, we'll not, we'll not go to him. Let's talk to Cyril. Uh, tell me, what do you make of this protest? I think it is, um, it's something that needs attention to be paid to it. It's the climax of what people have been feeling and what people have been saying for years now and how they've contained their displeasure, their suffering, and the, you know, the, 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 the daily hustle of being Ghanaian, as we've had it for the past seven years. And it's people, people reaching a point where they feel like their voices have been muted and, and dumbed down to the point where there's no consequence to what they say. So the country is going helter-skelter, and people have decided to rise.
Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Up in a peaceful protest, no violence, no uh, agitation whatsoever, just to chant along their, 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 their needs and their, their grievances with the ruling government. Your colleague rappers and musicians um, have, have come under attack online um, with many people saying that it's sad that they are not lending their support um, to these protesters who are raising um, a lot of concerns about the state of affairs in this country. What do you make of, of that and people with, they describe as people with a, a, a louder voice who can use their platforms to echo their concerns? A common phrase we all know is money is the root of all evil. And the moment you go to the extent of taking money, favors or whatever from anybody, you can't speak up against those same people. And that is the problem. And we see it with every government that we have. There's a selection of, uh, of, of, of artists, uh, celebrities who will not talk, no matter how bad it is. But come campaign season, we'll wear party colors and chant on and convince people to vote for certain uh, uh, party A, party B. But when it's crunch time and the same voters are suffering, those same collection of celebrities will not rise up to say, hey, the people you cho- told us to convince to vote for you have voted and they are, they are protesting that they are not happy. You had my voice when you needed votes. Now here is my voice when my people need my support. But because our people are in bed with all sorts of different people, they have no way to go beyond that. Because if you come on Joy News or Adome or wherever today, that check that you keep receiving is going to cut. Those favors that you keep calling for are going to cut. Those of us who haven't taken money from anybody, who haven't got any favors from anybody, are the ones left, the very few of us, who can rise up three days in a row, join the protest peacefully, and speak the voice for the voice of those so many people who lack the voice and the magnitude that we have to make an impact. Okay. Thanks so much for talking. Thank, thank you very much, much, and thank you for being here. Great. Um, so I just heard from Rapa Cyril. Now, um, you can describe it as a game of hide and seek with a please. Um, so the protest initially started with the protesters moving towards the Jubilee House, and then they were barricaded at this point and then kept at bay um, here. They moved to the other side of the road, spent some time there, and then moved back. Now they are moving to the other part of the road towards um, Lagon and Medina and its environs. But we cannot predict what is going to happen because that's what has been happening. They keep moving around um, with the police officers and the police officers, um, policemen here, police personnel here, forced to also move the barricades, move the human wall to a different location. So it's, it's a game of hide and seek here. Um, on the streets of the 37 military hospital as you can see on a normal day you cannot move on this road this is this is a busy road that passes right in front of the jubilee house the seat of government is just about 200 meters away but now there's no traffic on this stretch no can move on this stretch the police officers the mttd has been forced to redirect traffic and that's creating a lot of gridlock um although it's a weekend there's massive gridlock bumper to bumper traffic um in the capital today but you can see let's get a bit closer um to the police officers you can see all of them in their route control um gear yesterday we noticed something interesting um all of them those we saw those at the front line of these barricades um had body cams and uh, my sources within the Ghana police service tells me that because of the issues of brutalities um, alleged brutalities raised by the protesters these body cams are supposed to help um, the police officers so things do not escalate even if they oh I cracked the whole of my new ski boat today oh my god 
Josh, why'd you do that? It's not like I was trying to do it, you know. Sorry, that's rough. My bad, bro. Did anyone witness this epic fail? Yes, this video's galore, and now I'm a meme. Accidents don't just happen in sea shanties, so Progressive Boat Insurance has you covered. Take as little as four minutes to see what you can save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms and not available for all boats or in all situations. Through, there will be evidence. If there's any allegation of abuse, any allegation of brutality, I should say, or assault, I should say, um, the body cams will provide some kind of evidence. And you can see um, many of the police officers, those at the front line, all of them have their body cams um, right in place. Water cannons also behind us um, at a point we're scared that we're going to be discharged um, on the stretch. So now um, you can see all the police officers here ready for action. The crowd is moving towards that side. So let's go. Let's follow them. Let's hear what they have to say. But I have a gentleman here, Abdul Karim Ibrahim. Um, Abdul Karim Ibrahim, what would you describe yourself? What, what would you call yourself? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a Ghanaian. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a citizen as, as our president expects us all to be. Mm. You're a citizen? Yes. I'm um, not a spectator? No, I'm not, obviously. Okay, so you're not being a spectator here? No, I'm not. But why are you? Mm-hmm. Yes, by, by, by simply on the account of, 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 of coming to see what everybody else is doing. Mm. I think that in itself is indicative of something. And, and for me, I'm excited about what we are seeing. There's this rhetoric out there that, no, this is merely social media. Mm. And there are attempts to completely, um, I mean, render what is exactly is happening here futile. But that is exactly not the case. What we are seeing now is young people taking their own agency to protest even against all odds. And it's been very clear that everything that the police service has done so far is to frustrate the process. But what we have not seen is that people have not given up. The relentless behavior, and you, you see it here all the time. Yeah. And even in your vest as a journalist and all, you have reason all the time to be worried, right? And I should have every cause to be worried also, because two days ago, I saw you interviewing people who had done absolutely nothing. They were merely articulating their views and concerns over issues in this country. And they were wasting into a police van right in front of you right so sometimes when we think about some of the problems that people are talking about and all of that sometimes we we think about it and think that these are things that are are, are far over and beyond us that like these are things that are in the past they are not just two days ago we saw the kinds of things that typically we would think happen under military regimes and and and, and dictatorial regimes so by the evidence of what we have seen if the question is asked whether or not the kind of democracy that we seem to be touting and all of that is indicative of what its aspirations are, mm. the answer obviously is a no. Mm. So what are you seeing in your shot right now is the busy street right in front of the 37 military hospital. No vehicle in sight at this point because traffic has been redirected. The protesters have taken over the entire stretch. When it started, they only had access to um, the road that leads to the central business district and other parts of, of the capital. But things escalated really quick, and now they've taken over the entire stretch, giving uh, police officers, um, giving police officers a, a, a difficult. Okay, giving police officers um, a difficult time. Now, what you can see, Abdul Karim Ibrahim, stay with me, stay with me. Um, what you can see right now, we'll plan for you to see. What you can see right now are police officers um, walking, marching towards the protesters now. We don't know what is going to happen. We don't know what is going to happen. But what you can see, um, I think they have their masks. Um, their masks, their tear, tear gas masks, um, they have it fitted on them. Um, all of them in their route control gear. Um, we've seen the water cannons. Now we're seeing police officers with their tear gas masks. We don't know what is going to happen. Abdul Karim Ibrahim, I had my own experience with tear gas. It's not something I want to wish on even my, my fiercest enemy. It's not something I want to wish on an enemy. I experienced that during... A protest at Circle, and now we are seeing the police officers full route control gear. But it's the tear gas mask that caught my attention. <laughs> what, what, what do you what do you make? Because now the, the, the crowd is getting very agitated at this point. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really substantive that has changed about the conduct of of the protesters. What we have seen is that they are making the best out of the conditions that the police service have created. So they move in and they move out, and now they are relocating or moving back to where they had been before. Mm. But somehow, 
there's a certain different form of deployment of the police uh, force as it stands now, and one cannot understand what exactly this new arrangement is. Of course, there's no proper communication, and again, that also goes to deepen what we have been saying about the sort of relations that we have between ourselves and the state, and in this case, the Ghana Police Service. Nobody has absolutely any idea, but of course, as you have perfectly uh, informed your, your audience, yeah. the um, right control mask, everything is on, yeah. and quite clearly, all of I mean, these also I mean, indicate when, when something. We were, when we were at the other side of where they had the water cannons, that was the point where we saw them distributing um, the tear gas masks. That was the point that we, we saw them distributing them. Um, they've not used the water cannons here. In fact, they didn't use it yesterday because the crowd was less agitated. What we're seeing today, it's a different, you know, uh, it's a different story from what we saw. Uh, uh, um, yesterday. Yesterday, we had the protesters staying in the hot sun from morning till evening. Um, even when it was raining, many of them drenched to the skin, but were still in the rain, protesting, singing, and um, uh, enchanting. Now the numbers have increased. Yesterday was calm, no confrontation whatsoever um, with, with personnel of the Ghana Police Service. But I think one thing that we need to applaud the police also is, I've not seen any gun here yet. I think I just saw a sidearm, oh, but I've not seen any weapons here. Yeah, you have seen I have seen, I have seen a lot, a lot here. Weapons? Yes, I have seen yeah. carried by the police. Yeah, by the police service, you have seen one. one I, I just, yeah, I just saw a sidearm yesterday. I didn't see any police officer holding any weapon. Before that, on the, I was on the other side, and I know there are there are different forms of them moving around, as you have indicated earlier. They were not wearing the things that they are wearing now in terms of the protective gear or the mask. So yes, you could have seen. In other instances that they were not wielding guns but yeah. on the other side that i stood earlier i saw them wield guns and quite clearly i mean if you, you can see quite clearly uh, muscle that there's, there's some attempt for the police to do something one doesn't know exactly what it is mm. earlier on the other side there was a conversation about the possibility uh, changing the the, the 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 meeting grounds mm. to another location around the christ the king area yeah but it looks like that was not uh, agreed upon by, by by the police service and so now i'm completely I mean, I have no idea what, what the new deployment right now really is about and what is going on. Because nobody is also saying anything. Yeah, and that's nobody, the confusion. Yeah, that's, that's it. Um, nobody's communicating anything. Earlier when I spoke to um, security analyst um, Adib San, he was talking about, I was finding out, I was asking him if he thinks what we're seeing here today meets the standards, the requirement for standard international um, policing. And he thought that, yes, a little bit, although there are some shortfalls, he thinks that, yes, the Ghana Police Service has done a lot today. Maybe the story will change if there's any experience of tear gas, because, I mean, I fear that a lot. I, I told you about my experience, um, you know, um, at Circle. I don't want that to happen. Tear gas does not discriminate. It does not discriminate. It doesn't know a journalist. It doesn't know a student. It doesn't know a lawyer. It doesn't know the musicians who are here. It doesn't know anybody. And I think it's important for the police also to know that the tear gas doesn't know the police service also. Yeah, but at least they have a mask yes, to protest, but, but yeah, to, but it, to, to protect themselves. Yes, but it is we, not, we don't have when, any. Yes, but you see, when you misconduct yourself yes. in a way that scatters a peaceful protest, mm. in a way that also has its own excesses, maybe it is not the tear gas that will worry you because you have the mask, mm. but when there is a stampede yeah. or some action by people defending mm. themselves or trying to save themselves, mm. maybe the implications would affect those even who, who have masks. Mm. So, as we have seen, and, yeah. and not to remind anybody of very unfortunate incidents, mm. as we saw in 2001, mm. when, when the, the accident happened at the stadium, yeah. there were as many people yeah. who died not as a result of the tear gas, but, but fundamentally as a result of stampede, stampede among exactly. other things like that. And the numbers are huge here today. Yes, and, and you can see quite clearly that it's growing. Also, also, particularly because also today reflects, or a Saturday like this reflects the, the situation for many people. Here's an opportunity, and that's why I respect that people came out on Thursday, mm. on Friday, mm. when difficult economic times, and, and even with the sort of culture that we have here yeah. in terms of protest, understanding protest, appreciating protest, yeah. and all of that. Okay. These things are I'm very different now. Stay with me, I'll come with you shortly. But what you can see right now, um, the Gifford Road, the Gifford Road completely um, empty now. No car can move. The Liberation Road also, no vehicle can move. It's a bumper to bumper traffic situation on this street because the protesters have taken over all the road. No car can move. No car can move at this point. The street is empty. You can see that. Let's show, let's show you that on the other side. 
the Gifford Road is completely empty now. Usually on weekends, you wouldn't find traffic, I mean bumper to bumper traffic like we are seeing right now, but like you can see from the other side, there's a traffic situation there. Liberation Road, Gifford Road, no cars moving. Let's show you the other side of the road also. No vehicle um, is moving at this point. Yesterday, personnel of the MTTD had a difficult time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. They had a difficult time controlling the traffic. Now that the number is big, we don't know what's going to happen. It's a standstill here, and the protesters having a field day on these busy streets. Now, Abdul Karim Ibrahim, let's let's talk about how social how, how social media has been used as a tool to mobilize all these young people um, here. You see, you see the people here, these are um, a lot of them millennials, um, a lot of them Generation Z folks here taking part in this protest. A man I spoke to yesterday was telling me that, look, Maxwell, I'm 60 years, more than 60 years. I'm concerned about what is happening in this country. But I do not have the strength to be on the streets to protest like these young folks are doing. They've been on the streets since morning. They've been on the streets from morning till evening in the, in the rain, in the sun. I can't do that. But I feel they are echo, echoing my concerns. Let's talk about how social media has been used as a tool to mobilize people. We know that happened. Um, we are not in any way comparing this to the Arab Spring. No, it does not come close to the Arab Spring. Um, but, but, but we know that the social media, especially Twitter, has been used as a tool to mobilize um, young people, especially the community also that is there. What, what do you make of that tool? Well, I think that it's, it's obviously been super useful. And for me, it is also showing a trend of, of, of protest or, or mobilization that we have not been very used to. So now what you see is that there's, there's a, sense, a sense of community on, on social media, and particularly on Twitter. The way that social media platforms are organized, the way that conversations are held, and the way that people are able to co-opt others into, into, into a particular campaign, that's precisely what we are seeing here. And, and for me, if you sit home and just follow the hashtags and see the kind of conversation that people are having, you would appreciate that. Now, it doesn't matter if um, traditional radio stations also, my colleague, uh, the, uh, Maxwell Agbaba, coming through with this live feed. We'll still keep our eyes on development there and update you accordingly. You're still watching Joy Newsroom with me, Carlos Caloni. We'll take a break. We'll return with more. Gentlemen, we're going to demonstrate to you the superior properties of flamingo paint as compared to other paint brands on the market we take equal quantities of flamingo paint and this ordinary paint we then dilute them with water and now let the test begin the gentleman on the left is going to apply the ordinary paint and the gentleman on my right will use the flamingo superior paint as you can clearly see flamingo has the obvious better hiding Furthermore, Flamingo has painted a much larger area. You know, one bucket of Flamingo paint 
is equal to several buckets of any other paint brand on the market. Flamingo paint is made with superior formulation to give superior durability, superior hiding, superior coverage. Flamingo paint, simply superior. Welcome back. Now, scores of residents in Tama Community 25 say they had to spend a night with neighbors and in hotels due to the havoc caused by floodwaters to their personal belongings following Friday afternoon's rains that hit many parts of the greater Accra region. Now, Joy News visited the community Saturday morning and witnessed residents scooping water from their rooms, some pulling their mattresses out, and others washing and cleaning the debris that had engulfed their rooms. Here are some of the residents speaking to Joy News. Yes, when the rain was started, we thought that it wasn't going to fall. But the way I was seeing the thing, so, oh my, I have two children. It lives, I will nearly die. I guess that I went to market to buy spaghetti, indomie, sardines, everything was bought. So we are really suffering here. Our dresses, our TV, everything. So we really need the government to help us with the gutter because this place is very, 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 very bad. So we really need help. We have been here for almost eight years, but... This one is very serious. It has been happening often, but it has been coming there, but not that serious like this. But this one, it's very, very, very serious. I think what we do is the gutter. We really need the government to do the gutter for us because it's very, very bad. The houses everywhere. I Many some people, their babies, their children, stuff. It's very, very bad. Many people. Yesterday, when I closed from work, I came to see my bed on top of the water. Uh, my everything was spot, my everything. So, like, I decided to, yes, even yesterday, me and my friend, we have to go and sleep at the hotel. When, when they are voting, we vote some, but, like, many, the VRA, uh, the, 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 the big people, they use common seeds, but they don't do anything about it. The gutters, the gutters apart and the, 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 the road. When, when, when it's raining, you can't go anywhere, because here, here get full and the petrol farm, yeah, everywhere is full, so you can't, you can't even, even go out, yes. So we are begging them to come and sort them out. I went to work. Before I came back, the rain has spoiled everything inside my room. My television, my bed, my everything. I've got spoiled. So this morning, I'm trying to remove them and arrange them so that life must go on. They should come and do the road for us because we are suffering a lot. To cross the bridge is not easy. If it rain, you cannot even cross to this area. Yesterday, the whole place was flooded and everything goes for the rain enters our room. We couldn't even sleep. We, at, at least we are, sometimes we, are, we have to go to uh, other neighbors' houses to go and sleep and all that, or hotels. It wasn't easy at all yesterday. The whole place was flooded. Yes, we couldn't sleep. So at least we are praying that the government should come and do the bridge for us. Yes. And the road too is very bad. Okay. 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 Now moving on, MP for Boko Central, Mahama Yariga has called on government to prioritize resolving the underlying issues contributing to the insecurity situation in Boko. His call comes in the wake of a tragic incident when nine individuals from Boko were reportedly killed while traveling in two separate vehicles through the Pusigat district to Sinkasi in neighboring Togo. In a strongly worded statement, Mr. Ayariga expressed his deep condemnation of the ruthless and fatal shooting of these nine individuals from Boko. The MP has called on the government to take concrete measures to address the prevailing security concerns in the area. Now, let's bring you the statement now as you see it on your screen. 
and it reads, Mahama Yaraga MP for Boko Central has condemned in very strong terms the shooting and killing of six women and three men from Boko who were traveling in two separate vehicles through the Pusika district to Sinkasi in neighboring Togo. About 15 other women and men were shot and injured and some were in a very critical condition. This uh, cowardly and senseless shooting of passenger vehicles in the Boku areas and Waliwali route is unacceptable and continues to completely derail the recent improving security situation in Boku and its environs. Now, the retaliatory shootings must stop and the soldiers must be firm on this matter and deal swiftly with such a disturbing act. Now, the security agencies must take urgent steps to ensure the security of travelers in the Boku area and Wali Wali routes and their environs. Mahama Yariga congratulated the security agencies for their efforts in minimizing casualties on that day in the Pusiga shootings. Mahama Yariga has expressed his condolences to the bereaved families and also his sympathies and well wishes to the victims of gunshot wounds and the injured. He prayed for their speedy recovery. The government must fully commit itself to resolving the underlying issues causing the insecurity situation in Boku to ensure lasting peace. The youth are urged to rededicate themselves to the peace that has prevailed in the last couple of weeks. And it's been... Sebastian Gorka here. I'm living a very blessed life as an intelligence analyst, a national talk show host and author, and I have an amazing family. But like many of us, aches and pains start to interfere with living my best life, even just walking the dog. But I found Relief Factor three years ago, a 100% drug-free solution for aches and pains, and now I'm pain-free and I have my life back. I take Relief Factor every day. Relief Factor can help your body fight the inflammation that causes joint and muscle pain and other aches and pains that come with everyday life. Treat yourself to feeling better. Move more, live more, and just enjoy your life more with Relief Factor. Join me and more than half a million other Americans. Get started today with your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. Almost 70% of those who order go on to use it more. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. Jessica, this is the happiest day of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV and insured it with Progressive. Man, I love that thing. (laughs) There are a million fish in the sea, which I'm reminded of every time I bring my RV to the lake, but I vow to love and cherish you just as much as I cherish campsites with full electric and water hookups. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Protect your beloved with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Signed by Mahama. Ayariga, MP4, Boku, Central. Now away from that story, a professor of history at the University of Cape Coast, Professor Kwame Ose Kwaten, has called on the government and traditional leaders to draw upon ancestral wisdom to ensure sustainable development and the preservation of Ghana's environment. Speaking at the inaugural lecture at the university, Professor Ose Kwaten highlighted the importance of blending traditional beliefs and practices of indigenous communities with contemporary environmental conservation policies. He emphasized that such an approach is a promising path towards safeguarding Ghana's natural resources. Because of its implication for climate change discourse, there is no doubt that the world today has experienced precipitous depletion of the Anthropocene. Clearly, the development has been occasioned by anthropogenic activities such as those already identified. Professor Chair, I believe a, a brief overview of the account is necessary to foreground this discussion. But what do we see today? It is pathetic to note that due to the intrusion of Christianity, Islam, modernity, education, population growth, galamse other land uses like farming and construction of buildings, most shelter beds or buffer zones of uh, rivers had been declared, uh, had been cleared for either cultivation of vegetables, construction of houses and illegal mining and illegal mining. Now, Professor Quartin is asking traditional leaders to exhibit leadership and crack a whip to protect the country's lands and environment. 
the urban areas, business-minded people and those with money and well-connected in government or society managed to obtain permits, that is building permits, to fill river courses or valleys with sand or laterite to block the rivers or divert them. A classic example is the attempt by the Bantomahene Bafo Usuamankwetia deceased to divert the course of River Subin at its source at race course in Bantama, Kumasi. The Bantomahene diverted the course of the river. Following that, he sold the land to a developer. This was brought to the attention of the Asante in Otunfo City to the second, who dealt drastically with the offender, the Bantomahene. What the Asante Hene did to the Bantomahene should inspire all the Nananom to emulate such shining example. Nananom, Nananom should drastically deal with any individuals, irrespective of their status in society, whose actions and inactions would result in the de degradation of the forbidden spaces or our environment. Some politicians and unemployed youth in the country in conjunction with their Chinese collaborators are seriously engaged in Galamsey mining on River Tando. That's all we have uh, for this hour. You can log on to myjoyonline.com for more. My name is Carlos Scaloni. Thank you so much for watching.